1: Hello, this is part two of calendars. Part one came out yesterday. If you didn't catch our lengthy announcement that um, detailed a lot of the origin story of milk trays... um, Basically, what's happened is we're splitting episodes over two parts. Out on Monday and Tuesdays, part one on Monday, part two on Tuesday. This is part two. If you want the whole episode in one complete bit without any ads, and also with a fourth part, you can become an know What A Time full timer at ohwhatatime I think I've done a good job of explaining. Let's let's not get back into milk trades. We've done that. Here comes part two.
0: So I'm going to talk to you about the Mayan calendar and why it had everyone freaking out back in 2012. Okay, so you may not remember this, maybe you do, that uh, people were genuinely worried that the world was going to end in 2012. Do you remember yeah.
2: that? And this happens, this has probably <clears throat> happened twice in my lifetime, three times maybe. There were a couple of Nostradamus predictions in the sort of 1990s, Yes, people yeah. like. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking forward to seeing Jurassic Park, are you? Yeah. Well, actually, the world's going to end, so enjoy. <laughs>
1: Uh, Millennium bug, obviously. Millennium bug—that was a big one. Yeah, that Absolutely. was a huge
2: one. Where people just thought planes were going to drop out of the sky. Do
1: you remember the Argentinian goalkeeper Carlos Roa? I do. Yeah, retired early because he thought the world was going to end. Yeah, around 2000, and he was yes. like, "Wow, I'm not going to spend the last couple of years on Earth playing football." And I do. And then n- the world didn't end. Came out retirement. <laughs> I,
2: I do vaguely remember the mind thing, but I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, the details. So people were
0: genuinely panicked. In fact. There was a Reuters poll that was taken at the time. It found that ten percent of people worldwide were genuinely worried that the Mayan calendar might actually predict Armageddon on December the twenty first, twenty twelve. That's just ten percent of people. One in ten people genuinely felt that the world was going to end. Um, there was a boy in my school actually whose family believed the world's going to end. Not then. It was like a religious thing for like end of January. Once I remember, like he just didn't revise for his GCSEs. He just didn't. <laughs> and then obviously well, the would've... world didn't end and he came back and they just had really just had like a fortnight of absolute panic when he tried to get the stuff done <laughs> <laughs> really just not ready in any way whatsoever that's no, fine the world's gonna end i don't need to why, why would i bother learning about oxbow <laughs> lakes and then he came oh no no nothing i'm gone! <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so it did happen yeah um you're not. You sort of generally the sort of people that worry about that sort of stuff. Are you? Never, sort, have never. you ever thought
1: about the end of the world, Armageddon, no, that sort of stuff? I not. imagine
2: it, but I always imagine it in about a billion years. Yeah, or, or in yeah. quite
1: an abstract way, maybe about an asteroid coming out of nowhere. Okay, not in a kind of, Halley's comet. That's one that worries people, isn't it? Sometimes, but yeah. well, yeah.
2: Halley's comet, I think, we was last visible uh, in 1986. Yeah. And I do very vaguely remember like, I, I, features about it on Blue Peter and stuff like that. Because yeah. it's every 75 years or so. Mm. Someone pointed
0: it out, out to Izzy and she said, it can't be, it's the day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I remember then doing the maths and thinking, well, I'll be in my 80s. Wow. Yeah. And now no. that doesn't actually feel that <laughs> far away, <laughs> terrifyingly. <Impressing.
1: laughs> Looking forward to it, in a way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sweet release. Come take me, Hayley. So <clears throat> the reason that people were worried in 2012 was because of something called the long count. Now, the long count was about to expire. And to understand what this is, we first need to look at basically how the Mayan calendar works. So as you know, our Gregorian calendar has, as Chris was saying, 12 months, 365 days, algorithmic, um, algorithmic leap years. And um, I'm, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm very bad with dates and calendars and that sort of stuff. <laughs> this week, I had to Google what year it was. Do you do that? Have you ever had that? No. Google I was filling it in is. a form... And I lost faith that it was 2023. So I thought I'll just quickly Google it, and I Google it, and it will <laughs> out No,
2: wasn't, yeah. I, I'll get it wrong. I used to get it wrong on the top right-hand corner of my schoolwork for the first week of January every year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is <laughs> yes, where that ends. Yes. Yeah.
0: We're, we're now just I mean, December, December 1995. At the end of 19... 2023, and I still haven't settled into the. I'm still not happy to believe that it's 2023.
2: That <laughs> is Is he staring at the moon level? <laughs>
0: <laughs> stupid. minutes. So unlike ours though, the Mayan calendar uses multiple cycles of time which all interweave each other and it's, it's pretty complicated okay the shortest cycle comprised 260 days broken up into 13 day weeks which each individual day identified by a name and number and this is known as zolkin Apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong. The second system, known as the Hab had 365 days in the year, but was broken into 18 months of 20 days, giving 360 days. And then further, this is the bit I like most, uh, a further five unlucky days coming at the end of the calendar. <laughs> uh, unlucky. Now, these unlucky days are quite interesting because there was thought to be a time when the divisions between our world and the spirit world were thinnest. So during these five days, Mayans would all stay indoors and engage in different activities to ward off evil spirits, like washing your hair and that sort of stuff. So how would you feel about that? Every year there's five days where you're so scared about our world touching the spirit world that you just stay inside for five days it might be quite nice in a way this part i, I quite like the regularity of that in a way so It uh, depends on days.
2: the size of your house depends on the <laughs> yeah. size of your flat i think lockdown proved that it's like a yeah. spiritual yeah. lockdown I think posh, shielding posh people had a great time at lockdown <laughs> yeah i think if you had a small flat it was much significantly harder uh so much pressure on those five days yeah. to get it right
1: Absolutely. also isn't it interesting with calendars there's there's an inconsistency because it never, nothing ever quite sat up adds up so there's always a few days we are like ah oh, just there's five days of we'll call those the unlucky yeah, days yeah 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 like, every four <laughs> years so your maths is un- shit yeah. that's what's happened admit
2: it, <laughs> yeah. Do it <laughs> yeah do it again go back and do it again every four, four years, years <laughs> someone doesn't get a birthday <laughs> sorry um, you kind of can celebrate around then yeah. their official age will be about 14 but they'll be in their 80s it's so sort of weird hang on I've looked at this calendar there's five days missing
1: oh yeah I forgot to say they're the unlucky days so it's actually fine yeah, yeah you sign yeah. it off sorry about that you, you don't have a birthday anymore well, sorry
2: <laughs> yeah we're thinking of adopting the dead zone actually and that's two months
0: so every year they'd have these five days and they stay indoors um and a similar system existed with the aztecs and they and the mayans combine their equivalents of the zulcan and half to create a lifespan calendar so this is what they created which is approximately 52 years which is based on the recognition that the combination of dates in the 260 day system and the 365-day system would reset only after 52 years, which is once, basically, within an individual's lifetime. Um, thoughts on having a 52-year calendar on your wall? Uh, people it. really booking you for stuff
1: way in advance. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit much, isn't it? 52, Because that's almost like the scale of your life, isn't it? Like, it's almost having a calendar for your whole life. Do you know who I feel for?
0: Is, uh calendar
1: manufacturers.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing
0: that... <laughs> Only people only buy one of these once every fifty-two years. Yes. You're trying to. First of all, you're trying to make enough money. Also, ha, there's that's too many of those photos. How many poses can Cliff big Richard
2: stand? in? big old follow year? period. If you're yeah. if
1: you're making a puppy calendar, that's fifty-two times twelve pictures of little puppies you're going to have to source. Yeah. If it's a sexy calendar, you're going to run out of poses. <laughs> yeah. Has Pamela Anderson got that many poses? <laughs> so,
0: and. In fact, once a person reached 52 years, they were seen as a wise
1: elder in both cultures. So that would have been you in maybe a decade's time, you'd be yeah, considered a wise elder. That. Did you ever, as football fans, ever look at a calendar for clues as to whether a star player might be there the following season? By g- picking up the calendar for your football team from the oh, following interesting. year, and if that star player is featuring August, September... Onwards, oh no Then never you would know that. Oh well they're probably Not going to sell him Because he, he's going to be Featuring in the next season On the calendar No
2: I never did that That's awesome But
1: obviously The calendar manufacturers Are the last people To be clued yes. up I'm the, the transfer activity Of a football club Poor guys So the question
0: however Is how to measure Even longer passages of time And this is where The 2012 panic comes in Okay As the cycle that really Caught our attention Was something called The May and Long Count Which gives a relative Numerical position the Zolkin and the Harb measurements that otherwise determine the day-to-day passage of time. So, in the same way that our Gregorian calendar allows us to place ourselves in history wherever we are in time, the Long Count marks a distance from the start of the human world so to allow people to see how far history had developed since the very beginning, which in is usually rendered in the Western calendar as the eleventh of August. 3,114 BC but in the Mayan system is 0.0.0.0.0. so that's the very point it starts and what made the 21st of December 2012 so important was it marked the end of one complete long count cycle which is normally regarded as 5,126 Years And as mentioned earlier, 10% of people in the world genuinely freaked out about this. I'll give you some examples and sort of things that companies did. In London, one company was offering a three-course meal served on an ark. Uh, <laughs> grifters. Yeah. My meaning is if I thought the world was going to end, I wouldn't be worried about the three-course meal. It's the ark. You don't need to try and tempt... If I think I need to be on an ark, you don't need to also convince me with the meal. How was the
2: world going to end? What What sort of... What form well, did that f- take? F-
0: different opinions. It would be flooding, earthquakes, all these sort of things. Well, flooding, yeah. you want to be on an ark. Do exactly, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So that was one of the thoughts. So there'd be, it would be, there'd well, be a fed. great
0: Noah-style flood,
1: yeah. Um, Can I just say about the Mayans as well? I mean, 90% of what I know about Mayan culture is the calendar. Yes, and I imagine that wasn't that big a part of the whole culture. And think of all the cultures in the world that probably had calendars. The Mayans, yeah, almost known for the calendar in a way yes, that no other culture very,
2: is. Especially b- because we use the Gregorian calendar and a calendar that's been abandoned as well. Yeah. Yeah, the thing, the way, yeah,
1: no one's knocking about using the Mayan calendar as much as I tried on the joint one with Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wrap a red round it.
0: In Moscow, people paid thousands of dollars to attend a doomsday party in underground Cold War bunkers. In the French village of uh, Bergerach, which had a population of only 189 people, it was deluged by thousands of visitors who believed that the local mountain was the safest place to weather the forthcoming events. So much so that they had to surround the mountain with police and army to stop people wow. from trying to get to the top of this mountain. Um, in America, an estimated 3 million people were said to be prepping just in Three case. Three million? That's the population of wheels. Including a man in Phoenix who was keeping a thousand fish in his swimming pool um, to survive on if the worst came to the worst. So there you go. Um, I mean, it's just annoying you can't use your swimming pool in the run-up. That's the. Thing. It feels like there's an <laughs> yeah. impact of that. You'd have to get fit in another way. <laughs> but yeah, so these people really, genuinely wow. felt that the world was going to end. And all this, and this is the crucial thing, despite the fact that the Mayans hadn't actually predicted the end of anything at all, Um, everything to them just came in cycles. That's how life works. And it was simply the end of one cycle and the start of another, nothing more than that. But in a world of conspiracy theories, you mentioned Nostradamus, uh, Christian belief in the Day of Judgment, plenty came to believe that 13.000000 would mean the end of humanity. There was genuine panic about this, but all it was was a misreading of what the Mayans meant by their Wow. There you go. That is the unbelievably complicated to use and probably there's a
1: reason it's not around anymore. Mayan calendar. Were you running around uh, midnight before the Mayan calendar expired, going, "Quick, we should get a snog in. The world's about to end. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> trying to find some mistletoe."
2: Does anyone remember the Olympics? It's quite a feel-good times. Anyone want to do snog before the world ends?
0: <laughs> that would be annoying if you were, if you were in charge of London 2012, and uh, but you also felt the Mayan thing might be right. All that work that's gone into yeah. it.
2: <laughs> then you realise Gone to the trouble of building the big stadium Yeah, you just finished the velodrome You're like, you like, oh,
1: why do I bother? Do you think your concept for the London 2012 opening ceremony Of, of just you running around snogging people of various <laughs> different professions It's a shame they never went with that it was a It's a shame Running of... around the London stadium
2: Danny Boy liked it He didn't think it was right for the Olympics Not this time, he said Not, Not this, this time yeah, yeah. at least
0: Maybe for Paris Because the French, you know what they're like Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah Oh yeah, that'll be a very That'll be a snug fest. A Tom Crane <laughs> <snog> fest. <laughs> right, OK, it's Paris. It's 1793. Post-French Revolution. You've got rid of the monarchy. You've got rid of God. And now you've decided it's a good time to create a whole new calendar. Yep. Now, in my opinion... I think you've got an awful lot on as it is. Why mess about with something that's fine and working as it, you know. The, I just think sometimes people take on work that is unnecessary. Yes. And I just think to myself, please everyone, we 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 can we can have the old one for a bit until we sort out how we're governing our country in a, post, you know, in a post-revolutionary So state. when was this? This was 1793. 1793, OK. So it's all to celebrate the Great Age of Liberty. Yeah. So you're a member of the uh, National Constituent Assembly and it's Paris, and clearly those people do not know how to relax, right? Now, <laughs> a group of men have been tasked with coming up with a new calendar to mark the revolutionary and republican spirit of the country. So it was uh, Charles Gilbert Rom. Uh, Claude Ferry and Charles-Francois Dupuis. And what they came up with was the Republican calendar. Right. Each year, 12 months. Classic. Yeah. Each month had 30 days. Okay. Classic. But each set of 30 days was divided into a 10-day week called the Descartes. Now, the 10th day was held to be a day of rest. So, you're, you're by modern standards, you're losing a couple of days. Yes. Yeah.
0: I'd be annoyed by that by the, by the way if they yeah. if the government suddenly went you know that 7 day weekend thing
2: yeah. shifting that back. It's now 10 days. It's now 10 days. You get one day. <laughs> that would be very annoying. Day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the 10th day was held to be a day of rest, used to celebrate various Republican festivals, including the newly invented Cult of Reason, which, in my opinion, doesn't sound like a laugh. The Cult of the 10th... Tenth... <laughs> Those two words don't belong in the same yeah. sentence. The, yeah. cult the Cult of, of Reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Cult of the 10th day, which sounds tacked on, and a Friday afternoon idea, and the Cult of <laughs> the Supreme Being, which is the brainchild of Maximilian uh, Robespierre. Now, to make up the difference with the length of the true year, mm-hmm. you had a set of additional complementary or festival days, and they were added after the final month, with a leap year providing a sixth extra day. So the entire cycle started on the autumnal equinox, but 22nd of September, with the extra days leading into the new year. So, so s- one more time. So, just to- so it started in September, the yep. new year. Okay, right. Um, now the starting point of the calendar that is year not the right one. time for the new year. By the way, September. No, no.
0: Absolutely not. It's too mild a month, <laughs> too isn't it? Mild.
1: Yeah. What does that mean? Well no, <laughs> you
0: I I know what you Not means. enough of a stark transition, I think. I don't know, I
2: find September quite depressing. Maybe reasons.
0: oh yeah, I suppose there is. But then I suppose they all January is a flow, good is a they? good way to start, I think.
1: I think, you you take the Christmas decorations down, you're left with a bleak wilderness. Yeah, and yeah. You're like, okay, we go again.
0: Yeah. S- or there's mm. an argument your new year should start when things start to brighten up again. Yeah, yeah. end of May. So, yeah, that's where you want So it's kind of, oh, good, look, the lambs are out, there's colour, there's daffodils, are all dancing.
2: To Tom lives fields. in East London, just to
1: be clear, yeah, by yeah. the way. <laughs> the, the lambs are out, someone's getting a phone call.
2: Yeah, next to a uh, cash generator <laughs> in a chicken shop. Okay, so uh, 1792 is the first, is year one. And yep. So far, you know, so good, you'd okay. think, but the men who came up with the system were so obsessed with decimalisation that they even went as far as to determine the length of the day. So it was 10 hours, with each hour being 100 minutes, and each minute was 100 seconds. <laughs> Amazing. Now, a friend of mine was a, a, a <laughs> BA, a broadcast assistant uh, for the Welsh News. Yeah. What was tricky about that job is it, it, was, it was her task, or one of the things she had to do, was to tell journalists who were interviewing politicians, for instance, that they had you know, 30 seconds to wrap up, 15 seconds to wrap up, yeah. 5 seconds wrap etc., but the problem is you know that you've got to go into the next feature at six thirteen and thirty five seconds. Yeah. And you know it's now six thirteen and twenty two seconds. So you're trying to do maths. And because it's not a decimalized system, you you end up being good at particular kinds of multiplications yes. and things. Because you're working in sixties and it, not yeah. in hundreds. And uh that would suit broadcast assistants <laughs> on live news, is <laughs> what I'm trying to say. <laughs> But ultimately it's quite it's quite a difficult thing to get yet. Yeah, yeah. So is that enough of a
0: reason to bring it in? Exactly, exactly.
2: Interesting
1: (laughs) point where the decimalisation of time hasn't really taken off because it works in other kinds of measurements, like you know, weights obviously.
2: But also imagine trying to implement that. You know how in Sweden, nineteen sixty seven, they changed people. They changed the law, so suddenly you were driving on the right and not on the left. Right, yeah, I I've seen, I didn't know I've that, seen no. the videos of this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's
1: just chaos. People <laughs> right. are really? like yeah.
2: uh,
1: roundabouts, like yeah,
2: yeah. Oh. people are suddenly ch- driving on the right and not the left. Amazing, and they did it at five a.m. So suddenly, if you were driving at four fifty-nine, you were driving on the left <laughs> and at five o'clock you're a just stupid t- at 4.59
0: as mm-hmm. it ticks over you're, to five there's just loads of people swinging you on the other side <laughs> you had to start you had to start not driving 5 on 5am
1: right. that's a stupid time yeah. to attempt it yeah you, I was reading
2: about it last midnight. night well I think there's probably more cars around yeah. at midnight than at 5am apparently that year there were fewer accidents than the year before because for the first few months it was implemented they were so terrified <laughs> Fair <laughs> like, collisions. I read this on the news, but I'm not sure I quite believe it. And it took a while before the crashes ended up being similar to how they had been before the change. But still, imagine trying to decimalise time. I can tell
0: you that, you know when people laugh at how older people can't get their head around when the change, decimalisation, all this sort of stuff. We you not know, always talk about the measures that it used to be. I would never get my head around a shift to a hundred minute hour and all this hundred second minute. I would never it would never happen I'm too late into my life now so if they ch- if they changed it well the, would you decim- ever get your head around it with
2: money yeah,
1: yeah. and yeah, wait like pounds and ounces and money you're right exactly I don't even un- I don't understand how old money worked I cannot wrap my head around that sounds so complicated compared to what we have and maybe you would just get used to it
2: like a a groat and a far and a farthing and a, ha- and- a
1: yeah, yeah. What's that? A and, a pound and a shilling. What's a shilling? What uh, six and twopence? What's what are we talking about here? What are these a things? A guinea,
2: which I th- think is a pound and five pence. <laughs> yes. yeah. like my mum and dad. It happened in 1971, so they were both almost twenty when decimalisation happened. Really? And it was a really big thing. I yeah. asked my mum the other day. I mean, I remember stuff from before, when I was twenty. But I, asked, I said, "How did old money work?" She was like. Oh, um, well, uh, sh- uh, sh- uh, shillings fivep, uh, <laughs> a shilling's five p, half a crown. Is that a bob? I don't know. What a uh, nine bob note is bat wrong?
1: Do you think our kids <clears throat> will be like?
2: What was it like? How did smoking in pubs work?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Absolutely, that kind of fair. Now, the absolute decimization of time. It was quickly recognised as being flawed, uh so that was abandoned in 1795. Uh, not before. Some clockmakers had made the switch. Oh, oh you um, know. God, it's, didn't you? it's the equivalent, isn't it, of the uh, England World Cup winners 2022 T-shirts that are all in yeah. a factory <laughs> somewhere. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> now then, so they tried to decimalise time, which they couldn't manage, but then they, they, obviously they were still working on the calendar. Now the 12 months were divided into four seasons, autumn, winter, spring, summer, each with three months, as you can imagine. Now the problem with this system laying the names... Because it was all very mathematical So the first, the second, the third uh, That was a sort of rural calendar And that was to add character to the republican invention Right, you know, okay right? <laughs> let's, let's check a bit of colour in Okay. A bit of light and shade So in his system, uh, a man called de In his system, the days of the month Would be named after fruits, flowers, farming equipment hmm. m- And minerals <laughs> oh. <laughs> Farming equipment Day of the month, named after a combine tractor. harvester <laughs> We're going away next, Tractor <laughs>
1: i'd quite like that so
0: so rather than monday it would be be apple pear common after the tractor trowel is that that what it is spade (laughs) spade that's nice yeah i've got spade off (laughs) (laughs) so sorry are you gonna survive
2: Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. uh yeah so I mean it it became really really complicated I mean it's so complicated I'm actually not going to go into it because I really it last night and I was like I just don't get it I just know as long as I've got spade and trowel off at the end of the week I'm happy now, British people, the British commentators learned what was going on in France, and they lampooned it, especially the calendar and its fanciful naming system. They thought it was so funny, so they started translating months as, like, wheezy, sneezy, and freezy. Right. Um, and it's it's not all that far from the French, because they were renaming months. It was uh, Nivose means snowy, uh, Pluvios means rainy, and Ventos means windy. Okay. So... Uh, Deglantine who was one of the people who, who invented this new calendar Not everyone was happy with it uh, And you can tell that people Weren't exactly thrilled to bits Because he was executed by the guillotine <laughs> <laughs> Oh no 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 way yeah. <laughs> imagine, Did you think the ex- oh, imagine You're that. given a big job yeah, You do it to the best of your abilities, people are like, no, it's complicated, yeah. off with his head. <laughs> do
1: you think the executioner was like, we're chopping your head off next, trowel? <laughs> yeah. Well, him locked in
0: a cell with the traditional camera, a calendar on the wall showing when he's going to be head, <laughs> yes, would be the so final indignity, bad. wouldn't it?
1: So bad.
2: Oh Now, in the end, the calendar was done away with by Napoleon in 1805, yep. with the old Gregorian calendar restored on oh. the 1st of January 1806. But not even Napoleon could kill off the idea. For a few short weeks in 1871, which uh, dates to significant, obviously, because of the Paris Commune, when Paris was governed by the Commune, the Republican system of measuring time was suddenly revived. uh, Because they were trying to associate that new spirit of revolution. Right, yeah. So this was... um, It was a second repeat during the Russian Revolution when the Bolsheviks looked to their revolutionary um, ancestors, if, if you like, for ideas and inspiration. So there was an idea that they had that there'd be an overhaul of the calendar in 1929 and the creation of continuous production weeks right they which sound Tom, <laughs> I thought you had spayed off Not anymore (laughs) Because it's a continuous production week That's so Orwellian isn't it That's so sort of 1984
1: Don't even have a nice name Continuous production week
2: Sundays and holidays were abolished At first the continuous production week was 5 days long But it soon became 6 or 7 days And then the worst was a continuous working week Of 30 days With with 7 rest days to follow
1: No Uh, Not swapping that
2: no? But this Absolutely is probably not.
1: before the, da- the days of annual leave. You're not getting any time off. So yeah. having a chunk of time, at least you can do something Could with you it.
2: Could you write jokes for the last leg for 30 continual days? <sighs> and then seven days off humour?
1: It's...
0: That just feels like an absolute... You, you'd be broken, wouldn't you? Surely. Especially at a point there where there'll be hard work that's, you know... It's tough work, isn't it? It's not... Yeah sort of looking at, giving a sideways glance at the news. It's kind of it's tough work, isn't it?
2: <laughs> what, are doing a continuous production week?
1: It doesn't sound like a walk in the park, does it? 30
2: days should we, should we do a, themed a week?
1: Should we do a themed week on this podcast, the continuous production week?
2: But... <laughs> I'm <yeah. them> out. <laughs> But there was rest, so each worker without consideration for his or her family was allocated a rest day, denoted on a calendar by a specific colour, you know, purple or red or yep. green or yellow, lead us to say this often meant a father having a day off when a mother was at the factory or vice versa. It was also very much open to manipulation by those in charge of the allocations. Unlike in France, so the Bolsheviks did not decide to get rid of the Gregorian calendar. Because they'd only adopted it in 1918, so on the say so and on the say so, the revolutionaries themselves. So there was no notion of a Soviet Canada, to match a French one. Uh, It was just the manipulation of time to suit the demands of industrial production and the forward drive towards success. A continuous production week. Wow! Imagine how bad our podcast would be (laughs) during the end of the continuous production week. Yeah, (laughs) I think we'd even release the last one. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Thanks for listening, uh, guys. It's a time where we say goodbye to the non-subscribers. Really appreciate you joining us today. If you're a subscriber or you want to become a subscriber, you'll now get to hear the next bit. We have an, we have an extra bit on history, which is today on... Why the UK government stole 11 days in 1750. Indeed. You can sign up and become an Oh What A Time 4-timer on ohwhatatime.com. Uh, as we say, it's 4 for an extra episode a month. An extra bonus bit of history at the end of every episode. First dips, dibs, <laughs> first dibs on uh, tickets for live show. Uh, the forthcoming show a week early. I think that's all of the things.
1: <laughs> yeah, Am I right? Not a bad package. Not a bad, not pack. a
0: bad package. 4 99 uh, Thanks for joining us, guys, and full timers. We'll see you shortly.
1: Bye.